I have to say this before we start this episode, and you're probably not going to believe me, but we recorded this episode July 2022. Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever, came out November 2022. But in this episode, as we talk about the first Black Panther, we touch on a topic that we had no idea that Black Panther, Wakanda Forever would touch on. It shocked us. We were surprised. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Taking movies. Decoding their message. And applying them for personal growth. This is Decrypted Films. And now for our feature film. If you haven't seen this movie, I don't know where you were, if you're under a rock, but by this time, spoilers all over the place. All right, so with Black Panther, there's so much in this movie that I love. Like, I I just want to hear how the process was for you to find things in this movie to learn to use in your own personal growth. Yeah, it was definitely a self-check. For me, reality check, looking in the mirror, and it hit a lot of things hit me um, as I was going through like the notes and the gems that I found in there. So let's dive right into it. The first thing that hit me when I was watching it, never noticing it before, is right when uh, they're starting, T'Challa is kind of flying back, I believe. The news reporter is talking about how Wakanda's king was killed, right? And so then she says something that hits me and I, and I caught it. I'm like, oh, hold up. The tiny nation of Wakanda is mourning the death of its monarch, King T'Chaka. Wait, you, you're calling them tiny? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what they have? Do you know all the, but obviously they don't know what they have. And I'm thinking, I'm listening to King T'Challa, listen to that, and it doesn't phase him. The tiny nation of Wakanda. I'm like, yo, don't disrespect. Like, you don't know what they have. But what hit me was that the reason it didn't bother him or anybody from Wakanda is because they know what they got within them. And what I like about that is that when we get things, I guess, spoken about us or told like, yeah, you're nothing. You're not really all that. You're this, you're that. It only affects us when we don't realize what's within us. Because because the nation of Wakanda, they know what they got. They know who they are. They know how superior they are. They know every piece of technology. And, and they understand that they don't want to just put it out there. But words like your little tiny nation, that, that's not going to phase them. So what I want for me and what I want for other people is to understand that, yo, when you know what you have you can go out there and not be phased by what people are thinking about you. Yeah. Uh, personally, for me, I, I get pigeonholed as, as a graphic designer, and, and that, that's it. And a lot of people just see me as that because I do that well, and I do that for my profession. I, I, you know, I have the multimedia company, but I know within me, there's, that's just that's nothing compared to what I know is inside of me. And so... For myself, I feel like I have to process that and make sure I understand, like, know what you got, because when they do say things about you or think things about you or try to pigeonhole you in one little thing, like, this is who you are, 
you can fight back because you know what you got. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's uh, definitely hit the being labeled uh, uh, thing that we are always going through um, when people say something and, and tag you with a word and you just go home and you let that bad seed grow yeah. till you actually become that, you know? Wakanda, they repelled that, you know? They even stated that it was the poorest country in the world. Little do they know, they have one of the richest resources within them yeah. um, that they use around them every single day. Even me, when I started the whole film industry, I started from the bottom because I had to learn, mm -hmm. you know? So I was a PA, and PA, you know, you do whatever. Yeah grab coffee, you you know, run errands, you there first, you leave last. Eventually, I ended up going to higher positions, but those people that I, started, I worked with that had like those bigger hats, mm -hmm. they would call me five, six, seven years later, say, hey, yeah, you're, you're, you're a PA, man, you wanna come? I was like, no, I don't, I, I'm grown. They try to bring you back Yeah, I was like, why, the... why, why would I, you know? respectfully like i would send them emails of the things that i've accomplished but in their head they're like no he's a pa and that's all he would ever be you know but i'm strong enough and i know who i am to be like no nah, i am bigger i've grown for you to point that out that's definitely something that we all go through and we just need to be strong enough to know who we are in order to repel those type of labels bouncing off of what you said being strong enough to know who we are. Because Wakanda also wanted them to know uh, that they were that third world country mm -hmm. or, or whatever. I feel like um, on a flip side of knowing they have all the riches or whatever, the technology, um, even people on social media, they kind of portray uh, this perfect image of things that they set up. And mm -hmm. I think that's a poor mentality you yeah. know so on the flip side they're portraying something that's not rich because they're only giving up a, a part of what they want people to see so i think it would be better off you know that people get to see the full version of you who you are in the context of you know what you're trying to do like you can see influencers now they're not being as staged in their whole entire page you know they'll have regular moments where they're waking up or doing things like that so that shows the richness of who they are and not just a small portion that's a good point too with the uh, whole influencer thing there was something that you said that i don't want to miss you said either know who you are or if you keep hearing what other people are saying you're gonna turn into that and i think that's important because when I, I really believe this. When people start labeling you, society, people around you, family, uh, all of that, start labeling you that. And even if you don't think that's, that's true, like, no, nah, I don't believe that. After a while, they keep hitting you with it and you're not strong mentally. After a while, that starts to, to get to your head. Like yeah. that starts to seep into your subconscious and you start feeling like, uh, like maybe, maybe they're right and you start seeing the things in your life that kind of kind of says and confirms it so i don't want people to miss what you said it's like yo either you know who you are wakanda within them vibranium all that technology or you listen to what those people on the outside are saying and you start acting accordingly and that's the that's the danger that I, i'm hoping people don't fall into yeah, and you start burying 
the best version of yourself. You start burying your gifts, your true identity, and you're just a walking zombie at that point. Yeah, another angle with that, when you're saying caught up, um, it reminded me of the scene where um, Uncle Njabu said, hide the straps, right? Mm -hmm. um, he was doing something else. You know, he was supposed to be a spy, but he got caught up in wherever he was. Um, so I looked at it as if like, you know, here we are jeopardizing the very assignment that we have for ourselves. We find a way to hide the straps when, you know, we get a little consciousness that knocks on the door um, that was basically coming to do a follow up of where we were on our journey. Uh, so hide the straps for some could mean hide the memory from, I don't know, the brownies that we ate. Uh, because we were really trying to, you know, get in shape or mm -hmm. hide the strap could mean hide the fact that you've been living comfortably instead of disciplining yourself uh, to grow and trying to become what you want. Or it could be the reality of you procrastinating. These straps could be all these negative things that you got caught up in um, or being in denial, forgetting what your assignment is. Right. So um, to tie that together, finally, when he's talking to the king, the king says, how's home? So that brings me back mm. to that vibranium thing in the very place like where we're from, who we are. Um, we allowed something to seep in and injure our reality, mm. right? So we know where the vibranium is, which is like the symbol of our heart, where mm. we are, who we are, and we know where it's hidden. And so why would we turn on ourselves and allow like negativity to breach in and, yeah. you know, of where we live in our state of mind? Dude. That was amazing, and I love how you metaphorically used the hide the strap to, to show what we hide, but we ended up bringing it back when people are not around, and how much damage that could do to us, you know? Adding on to that, but back to when you talked about, um, I guess when he said all, all of you are wrong to turn your backs onto the rest of the world, and one of the lines that he followed up was with, we let our fear of our discoveries yeah. stop us from doing what's right. Yeah. Um, and I was just in awe, man, because like fear could literally damage everything. You know, we could be the most talented person. We could be the most, you know, gifted person out there. But if you got that fear, you ain't gonna go too far. You got to be bold to step out um, and, and, and portray that gift to the world because that's supposed to be a tool to help the next generation and after. So I, I look at it as like I know this one person, not going to mention his name, but he was writing a book, an amazing book, and kept uh, revising it and, and, you know, going for perfection to, to, to master this book. But... Um, when he finished it, like, he wanted me to read it, but then he didn't because it was like, hey, just let me read it. Like, I'm ready. It's like, oh, you know what? It's not ready yet. And I'm like, so what are you writing the book for? Mm -hmm. Just for yourself? Like, put it out there. If you have stories to tell, let people read it. Don't be, don't have that fear to, to have someone else read it. Like, it's just like, mm -hmm. you, what is it? You're, you're scared to be criticized you're you know worried that no one will like the book we all have stories to tell yeah. be open and you know share these stories because we learn from history based on the stories that were in the past 
Um, and it even goes back to, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like the whole vibranium and um, when he was drinking the liquid mm -hmm. and the very first thing that came about was memories, was the mm -hmm. past, was what empowered his power, you know, to activate. You know, he went down memory lane and lived in it. Uh, what I like about when um, King T'Challa had to go back to ancestral plane by drinking the stuff, what I like is that he had to deal with the hardest memory. He had to actually deal and face that and, and speak on that and deal with that before he can transition to his new position, mm -hmm. before he can transition into being empowered. So what I love in that metaphor is that people, we can't hide from those things we got to deal with inside. We have to face these things head on. We have to face those dark moments, those tra tragic moments, the trauma, whatever it is, for us to be able to transition into that, that next thing. And so when I think about what you're saying about fear and about the guy writing the book, it's like there's something he has to deal with. Because if you can't take criticism on what you're developing and take it as a way, oh, I'm just trying to make it better, and you're trying to do it perfect first, like there's something there you gotta deal with. I think each person has something that they have to connect to, to or release from themselves or to work on to allow them to propel forward to that next phase. So I love the connection of, of all that. And for me, when I was thinking about that, though, how can I say this? That happens when I feel like when we're in a place of rest, right? So when he's doing that, he's in a restful position. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's basically when, you know, his powers came back, right? When he was in that position. So we can't underestimate the power of rest because in those quiet moments, like uh, in 2020, yeah. you, you get to fall into that deep sleep or that rest or that place where you get to discuss your dream, discuss the deeper parts of who you are, because everyone in 2020 was in a place of rest uh, forcefully, but they were there. And so they had to face those demons and face, yeah. you know, whatever you are. So um, in those moments, like you said, you'll be able to kind of work out those situations like within you. The rest allows you to see things and using 2020 as a perfect example, of they were forced, we were all forced to be in home, we were all forced to rest, and the um, the divorce rate went up. Like, people wanted divorces because they may have been riding the, the wave or whatever, but when everything stops, it's like, what do you have at your core? And not, and not to jump to a different one, you can come back to this, but I have to connect it with the fact that when they were doing the battles, they were saying the Black Panther's power will be stripped away. And that part hit me the most when he was, before he did the battle, because it's like, you better be a warrior without all this stuff. Yeah. You, you better be the real <laughs> deal without the benefit stuff. And it's called, so it's kind of like, you gotta figure things out even when you don't have the big weapons, the Absolutely. strength, the, the intense power, all of that, because when it comes down to the bare minimum, you better be able to stand. And so 2020 kind of did that, for, especially for marriages, it's kind of like, oh, let's see what kind of marriage you have. Let's put you all in one place and stuck, you don't have your normal patterns that 
hide the issues, but let's see if you can work it out. And unfortunately, a lot of people couldn't work it out. But that's also a metaphor with, with yourself. Like, do you, let's see who you really are. And so anybody can hide behind the Black Panther power and, and do all that stuff. But no, when we when we trying to see who's king, we're about to strip that away. Let's see who you truly are. I definitely want to talk about that. I want to go back to what Billy was saying about just, you know, being impressed. And I, I noticed when I was watching that scene, how they even covered him in dirt so you can't even see him. And I, I brung that as like, man, there's times where I need to go in my back cave, you know, put the shades down. I don't want to see daylight. I got to go back to the blueprint. You know, I got to reset myself and, and just dig in and, and really get the best out of me before I step back outside. And like, I try to do that occasionally. And I noticed that like you said, in 2020, we were forced to, but I think if we all could come in a way where we do that, like constantly, we, we find a way to rest, to reset, to go back to the blueprint so we could be stronger when everything is stripped or when we are trying to paint a picture all over again. Um, I noticed that people hide behind their work, people hide behind what they do in sports, uh, all that stuff when they step outside, all this energy. Um, and they take that energy home with them. And you know, that energy kind of lingers because they're only home for like eight hours and you know, maybe, maybe four or five hours then they sleep and then they're right back at it. Mm -hmm. So in 2020, like all that was stripped away, like you mentioned. And now you're home with all that energy not there for days, for weeks, for months. So you're yourself and you're around people that yourself. So your trueness comes out and people can't communicate. People can't like, they find out that they're not really in love. They were in love with other things that was yeah holding them up when they stepped outside the door. But that true love of, I love you for who you are, regardless of everything around you. Um, that that's that was lost. I love this because the rest part. I, I really want to say one more thing is that it, again it allows you to be able to face yourself, and I think that's the unlock that people are not even realizing that you know if you can face yourself. The one who gets rid of like the insecurities, the one who addresses the things that are hard, the one who does that, they they advance. Not to say that this is about advancing compared to the next person, but those are the unlocks. But we don't we're in a society and a life that is always on the go that we forget that that rest is what allows that transition to the next phase of your your strength. So one thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the first fight he had. Reading and, my notes on that right <laughs> And one part that in that fight was where, you know, his, his, his mother had to say, you know, show them, tell them who you are. And he was saying, I am Prince T'Challa, son of, you know. And, and what I, I realized is in that moment, it was intense. I think at one point he, he got stabbed and he's, he got his nose hit, all, all, all of that. It was intense. And he was in a bear hug, mm -hmm. right? 
we need to be able at any moment pull and grab onto like who we are in the intense battle. But the only way you can actually have access to that at any moment and in an intense moment is that you have to process that. Like that's something that has to be processed. Like who, who am I? Like I have to face myself back to the rest part. I have to know who I am. I have to know what am I insecure about? What are my fears? What are my accomplishments? What have I done? What have I, we have to build on that because we'll, we will need to grab that at the worst moments. And when it's at the worst moments, it's not the time to develop like, all right, I need to start knowing who I am. No, whatever you got in you is, is ready. And so I think King T'Challa or Prince T'Challa at that time, he was able to grab onto like, this is who I am. I am Prince T'Challa because he had his experience internalized. And so I think that's important for those low moments where honestly, I have days where it's like, it's frustrating. Everybody's, um, I'm messing this up, I'm messing this up. I'm not doing, like my kids are going crazy. I'm not communicating well with my wife. Uh, I think work is going, clients are mad. I'm not finishing these, all that can happen all in one day. If I can't go and grab, wait, who are you? Not all these things that are telling me, yo, you suck. Like, you're a loser because you're not hitting it today. I can't let that seep into my mind and drag me down further. I need to grab on, no, I am Princess T'Challa and be able to advance in that fight, so. Yeah, and with that, um, like, knowing who you are and who you want to be, I feel like even before that fight or before we walk through the field that we want to go through, um, I'm pretty sure we make ourselves aware of the challenges that we're going to have. And that fight, obviously, he knew that at some point he would have to face you know, that challenge. Mm. But what I like about that is when um, M'Baku came up to him, he didn't even get to finish like talking. Right away, he says, I accept your challenge. Like He cut him yeah. off. So, when we're trying to get into something, we have to cut the challenge off and say, look, I know the obstacles that I have to go through, I accept it, mm. you know? And that's something that I'm willing to do and show that I'm about that life. And once you know who you are and what you're trying to do, like you said, then you'll be able to kind of process and remember like, okay, this is part of you know the journey, so I need to get through it. We, we know when challenges are coming. You know, we kind of plan ahead that, okay, I know I'm going to run into these challenges um, as the days go. But then there's these little challenges in between or these big unexpected challenges. Sometimes we're just not prepared for um, because we're not analyzing all or we're not putting ourselves back to really be prepared for those bigger challenges that would come out out of the blue. Um, like, okay, we're, we're filming a project um, and all of a sudden the camera just stops working. We didn't prepare for that. We should have brought a backup camera. You know, little things yeah. like that. Um, so I noticed that his first fight, like he knew he was fighting. Everyone was there. It, mm-hmm. was, it, was a, it was a party. It was a celebration of just him, you know, converting to be the king. Um, you know, and then who, who's Umbaku? Mm-hmm. Like you stated, came out out of nowhere. I'm ready for this challenge. But he was already in the challenging mode. Yeah. You know, in a sense, he was prepared until the second fight came about. And that was unexpected. 
with Killmonger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna take weeks to. No, I'm ready right yeah, now. He's been ready. I am ready right now. So, are we prepared to to like have like these challenges are always gonna be there, and they're ready to make us fall down. If you're listening to this and you still have that goal or dream or whatever you have, um, you could come out today and say, you know, I never yielded and you can see I am not dead. So if you're able to listen to what we're saying right now, you can come back out and be the person that you're meant to be. Yeah. I want to go uh, just talk a little bit about the fight because I, I noticed that and this could go with friends, this could go with family, this could go with anyone that really doesn't support you the way they should. Um, they'll doubt you. They'll say things like, uh, he's not gonna make it. And I noticed that when I was watching the fights where uh, Ubaku was like, you're just, a, you're just not fit to lead. You know, you're just a little boy, you know, um, that's not fit to lead. Something along mm. those lines, but just these words are are almost like planting that bad seed that we talked about earlier. If you let that get to you, you're going to give up and you're gonna be weaker. But if you find a way to block that through those challenges or through the, the, the path that you're going, you're just gonna to continue to grow and get stronger because you know who you are. You don't let these words dictate you, you know? And um, I noticed that in both fights that the uh, antagonist would say, is this your king? Is this the, you know, like these are words that just lower you. But if you let that consume you, it's, it's over. Like you see any reactions of those that were watching when he was saying those words, it, they were all deflated. It was yeah. like, that's it, you know? So I, I think we just need to find a way to like, if we have things we want to do in our lives to, 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 to make us stronger and fight through our craft, to be better at what we do, Ignore all, all those folks that are just trying to throw you, you know, off the cliff. I, 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 I want to stay there. But what I got about is this your king at that point was that when you're at your low points, don't question your identity then. Because if you allow the question of your identity to happen at your low points and you make decisions about your identity at your low points, that's where it gets dangerous. They got you. Because I, I know <laughs> I'm still still not one right now, but I was remember, I remember one time I was on the treadmill and uh, I hadn't done it in a while and I was I was running and what a couple minutes in you start feeling all of that the uh, you're getting tired or whatever, the, 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 your legs are on fire or whatever. And I remember saying to myself, Oh, maybe this is not for me. And then after a while, I said, why am I making a decision now in the middle of it? You can't make decisions about your identity at your lowest point. And I understand, like, people are going through stuff. People are going through some hard stuff. They either lost a life. They either lost a family member. They either lost a job. They, they, we got some rough stuff going on out there. But you, you can't use that moment to make decisions about your identity. You have to allow yourself to go through that process. You have to allow yourself to, to get out of that situation or go back to those gems, like we said before, being able to capture the true identity based off the things you've 
done, that you've been through, who you are, but we can't make decisions about identity at those low points. And I think um, the Jabari tribe is a perfect example of, you know, how Caribbean parents can be saying that you can't do such and such, you know, so yeah. oh, they come to the States, they give you three careers to choose doctor, doctor lawyer, lawyer engineer or, or whatever, things like that. And so um, what do you do? You know, do you actually choose to take the herb and be who you're meant to be? Or are you going to fold and listen you know, to there? But if you actually do what, you know, you're meant to do, then eventually they're going to come around just like the Jabari tribe because they'll understand that you guys are family and, and you know, they'll see you succeeding in what you have to do. I want to jump on something, the ancestral plane. And so I, I want to attach this to, I actually got my wife a gift and it's a picture of her and Maya Angelou in the ancestral plane. And... Maya Angelou is giving her a pen. I'm giving my wife a pen and my wife is about to grab it. And I, I showed this to my wife, it was an art piece. And she started to cry. I mean, I started to cry because Maya Angelou is, is one of her favorite, like, um, you know, that she looks up to. Mm -hmm. And so what I was explaining to her about uh, going and connecting to the ancestral plane is saying that you have permission to be great. Yo, go to your heroes and think about how would they do it? What would they do? But first, you got to give yourself permission to be great. You even think about when he went to the ancestral plane at first, and what he's used to is his father, and he just he postured himself as a son to a father, but he had to tell him, no, you got permission now to be great. Stand up. You're a king. And I think that's what we really need. I think people are looking for permission to be great in whatever they're designed to do. I think people need permission, are looking for permission to pursue those things. But it's like, no, you, you, you have permission. Give yourself permission. Stop waiting for someone else to do it for you or say it for you. Give yourself permission to be great, to pursue, to take risks, to do those things. And so I think that I think we all need to, to tell ourselves that. There are a lot of heroes um, in our ancestry, that's how you say, ancestry plane that we could connect to. Um, but then there are times where that connection is cut off. Mm. Um, and I've seen a lot of similarities in that moment and your story that you shared with your wife. And basically, you know, not trying to get into our history, but um, a lot of it is buried, burnt. Mm. So when he came out, uh, his wake from Drake and the Herb, he didn't want no one to be able to have that connection. Mm, wow. So he basically said, burn it all. Wow. The other lady is like, oh, that's our tradition. Burn it. Lose mm. the tradition. Yeah. Burn the history. Burn the access for people today to learn about yesterday and the heroes of the past. I'll straight up say it. The issue that we're having in our world now is that uh, a certain group of people don't want access, don't want to allow access to certain types of history because of how it makes other people feel uncomfortable. And I straight up think that's, that's just oh, wrong. Absolutely. I, I, and I think this is a perfect example. I love how you said that. 
of now allowing people to gain access to something that would make them feel not just um, feel the right to be great, but feel the right to understand who they are, where they come from, what to avoid, not to let happen again, who they truly are versus being told a narrative that's... That's false. Yeah, that's, that's false. That's not real. That's, and there's no connections with that false narrative. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's so fake, you can't grow from it. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're Haitian and we, we grew up, you know, our mother and our father was born and raised in Haiti, and they had um, us here in America. And so growing up, straight up, I, I thought being Haitian was a terrible thing because the way everybody around me painted a narrative saying like they're dirty, they're ugly, they're all of this stuff. And so I was not proud of that until I grew up and said, wait, you, yeah, know the history. Like I was able to take on that herb and hear about the history of, of Haitians and the fact that they were able to be the first amongst blacks to be free and all that stuff. And like that for me, I'm like, wait, hold up. Why, why were y'all bashing? Y'all didn't know. And I was walking around thinking, y'all, I'm, I'm handicapped because I'm a Haitian. But it's like now I'm like, y'all, I'm glad. So it's, it goes back to that, yo, some people try to rip off that access to those things mm -hmm. of the truth of the greatness and that for me happened when I when I was younger last year you know I decided that I wanted to be a little bit more forefront on telling people that I'm Haitian um, because I just didn't like the narrative the media was portraying and people would think oh it's a poor country um, no one comes out there successful I'm like wait what are you talking about I, I'm successful and I'm Haitian um, so what I wanted to do, what I did was basically brought this chain right here with, you know, a symbol of the Haitian flag. Um, and I wanted people to question me, what is that? And give them a respectful history of not only where I'm from, but who I am. And that there are hundreds and thousands and millions of Haitians out there that are strong, successful, and are not what the media are saying. You know, this misconception is eating the world to think that we are lower than dirt. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to reverse that any chance I get. Yeah. I, I, I want to connect, it, connect what you just said to something else that I think that's super key, and it's the suit. The uh, new suit that um, Shuri made, uh, King T'Challa, Black Panther, right? And... I heard this from somewhere, and, I, and I, I'm always going to keep it with me. It's that new technology that she put in it. Is that you know when you know strike it, and what it does is it it, it holds the kinetic energy and for redis, um, redistribution, right? And so what I heard this other person say was that that is a perfect example of oppression and all the things that we went through, all that beat up that mm -hmm. you go to to, to about who Haitians are, the ones that I went through, the ones that, that you went through, and just this constant, this is who you are, dirt, this is who you are, the pound, pound, pound. We can just use that same energy to push back as far as fight back and all that and, and really use it for our advantage. And so that could be our motivation, not to say that's our core motivation, yeah. but we can use that for fuel that, like, no, that's not who I am, and I'm excited to be able to tell you 
with this chain who I am. And so we could use that neg negativity for something as a weapon for ourselves. And so that's what I like about the, the suit. Yeah, I had something with the suit before you even put it on. Um, I was going to say, like, does anybody know a bodybuilder who only benches like 200? And then five years later, that same bodybuilder is benching 200 again, right? So that would look crazy. So T'Challa, like, he hits the suit, nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And his sister explains, you know, that, like you said, the nanites absorbing the kinetic energy and hold it in place for redistribution. Then T'Challa proceeds to hit it again, then he goes flying. And, then, and now he's unable to like withstand that force. Um, so what I got out of that is that we can't attack our goal the same way and expect us to be able to stand our ground, right? Like you're a film director, you're not using the same camera you won an award with in high school. You had to level up. Yeah. So if you're gonna hit the suit, AKA your dream, um, you have to come stronger or else you'll fall further back than mm -hmm. where you were standing. That was a good analysis. See, I, I love that for so many reasons. Like, it even reminds me um, when I read Phil Jackson's book, uh, 11 Rings, and he was talking about, you know, the, we won the first championship. He said the second, the second one was really hard is because now people are organizing their teams and their strategies against the team that was the first championship. So we must evolve for the second championship if we're gonna win, because if we're the same, they will beat us. We have to evolve. And so to your point, attacking goals and growing, you, if you're not evolving, those challenges are going to catch up to you. And I, I love the fact that you brought that up, similar to how Fred Jackson said, no, guys, we have to evolve because they're going to try to catch up to us. And so I, I love that. Yeah, because you're, you're actually going backwards. If, you, if you're not leveling up, you're going to feel like you're going backwards. Yeah. One of the things that I got from one scene, Killmonger, that, was, that he said towards the end, he was like, my father said he would show me Wakanda one day. You believe that? A kid from Oakland believing in fairy tales. Um, sometimes we, we see the big picture but we don't get, you know, the 4K detailed version of it. Sometimes they, it may not be as planned, but we still get to that big picture. Like, you know, for example, like I'm sure Michael Jordan wanted his father by his side when he won some of the later championships, but it didn't play out that way. So perhaps we might have lost someone physically or even in a relationship to share the milestone with. You, know, you might have, you know, pictured, pictured being at that place with someone, you were like so tight knit with in the vision, but end up in a totally different situation. So in some situations it's sad, others it's just growth. And you know, some people can't be with you um, in certain seasons of your life. So the fairy tale may not have happened for Killmonger, but the big picture is he still got to see Wakanda, even though his dad died way before he was even an adult. So, you know, losing someone didn't stop him from getting to that big picture. Mm. That's big, man. For example, even with Killmonger, right? Um, big picture was, was big to him because he was, when uh, King T'Challa was saying, listen, I'm going to give you an, another a last chance, lower your weapon, and we can handle this a different way. And what I love is that he said, yo, I killed here, I killed there, I killed my own people, I killed all of this. 
just to get to you. Everything was connected to the big goal because I think we can easily get lost yeah. in the day-to-day. And honestly, we can get discouraged because it's kind of like, yo, why am I still doing this? Like, well, <laughs> if I would kill Monger, it'd be like, why am I killing these people? It's like, oh, wait, hold up. I'm trying to get to this guy. So when you have that thing that's motivating you, um, and not in that negative way, but in a way that is positive, you can, each task can mean something if you connect it to it. So whenever somebody dangles that little carrot saying, well, we can handle this another way, it's like, nah, I built up all this time to be able to go after that. Nobody's offering me anything that's going to change that. And I love how he kept track of all that mm. uh, based on showing what he had in his body. And it just shows how we need to basically line everything up to get to where we want, keep track, organize ourselves, be prepared, be able to, you know, all that comes in play in order to reach your target, whatever your target is. The way he learned who he was was through his father and he learned about himself through the only text that had it which was the book and talking about all these things. He learned the language because he even said it in their language mm-hmm. and all that. So Dude. I love the fact that he was able to connect to a truth, to the truth that had access to all the greatness that he was back to that conversation. And um, I, I love that when they try to name you Eric Stevenson and this is who you are, it's like, that's, so that's not my name, princess. That's not my Try name. It's like, and then, you know, it was access to so much more when he knew who he was. Because who he was was access to royalty. And he had access to be able to have the battle to become Black Panther for the throne. And so, again, he's the villain, but still at the same time, him knowing who he is gave him access to so much. And so instead of us being beaten down or being told, this is who we are, this is who we are, I think we need to go to the source and find out, yo, who are we truly? They were interrogating Claw, um, but you saw that Killmonger was trying to come and rescue him. Uh, and the way he was able to get around it and get to him is by the surveillance camera being looped. Being set in your patterns and your ways Mm. you're allowing vulnerability to come into your growth and so it's easy for challenges to get around you or sneak in because that camera loop allowed them to come in and do something and steal something and and mess up something you being set in your patterns and your ways and not evolving and growing you're allowing an opportunity a vulnerability point for your challenges to get at you and so that's why we need to be alert. We need to be aware, like, yo, where am I weak point at? Where am I weak here? So that something doesn't get me out of nowhere, which then that caused them to fail the mission because they had a visual that was looping and they didn't catch where the, the challenge was or where the lacking. 